Hi, and welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach and author of Food Truck 101 Beginner to Winner. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. All this week, I'm talking to Germany and Kayla from Sloppy Dogs. They're out of Houston, Texas. These ladies are a bundle of energy and they offer great service and they've transformed the humble hot dog into something amazing. Today, we're talking about one of the goals that Germany and Kayla have for Sloppy Dogs. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the way that you are talking about the, like the sizzle on the fryer, that tells me you've got prior food experience. Where did y'all come from as far as your food background? Well, I graduated from culinary school. I worked in oil and gas fields, um, different restaurants, hospitals, uh, senior livings, uh, temp agencies, Minute Maid Park, Diamond Club, uh, NRG. I did a lot. So (laughs) I've been in lots of different kitchens. That's what really got my experience. So what took you from those commercial kitchens to wanting to get into being a street food vendor? I always was able to get a manager position in pretty much all my kitchen jobs. So I always worked hard and I got tired of working hard for other people. And my sister, she's been the same way. We just came up with the idea of sloppy dogs together and took off from there and had faith that we can do it. Well, you guys are definitely doing it. (laughs) Thank you. You. Oh, it, it was amazing. I was really thrilled. With a culinary background, the sauce that you have on the, the chili dog that I had is not something that you would normally find on a typical chili dog. How'd you come up with that particular taste that that chili has? Our mother, <laughs> she makes the best hot dogs. Mm-hmm. So when, yeah, so we kind of stole her recipe and, <laughs> you know, um, put our own little spin on it too and hey it came out so a lot of people probably wonder why that was like a weekly thing you know when we came home from school or church or whatever it was in the evening time mom made chili dogs and they were the best chili dogs ever <laughs> so you know she put the mayo on the bun she boiled the wieners she made like she turns like chili into like she knows how to put the right spices in it like she'll taste it and she's like no it needs more so she'll start adding all these spices in there and it tastes so delicious. What I was saying was what I liked about it was it um, it has a little sweet note to it. And I really enjoyed that because it, it counterbalances against the, the saltiness of the actual hot dog itself. Ah, OK. Right. Right. Exactly. Because my very my very first experience with any kind of street food vending was a hot dog. And ours had a the sweet sauce that we put on it or sweet meat sauce. My mother-in-law at the time took grape jelly and mixed it in with uh, you know her her uh, recipe. And it gave it just enough of a sweet kick that it was just so different. And then mm-hmm. it just reminded me of, of the very first ones I felt. So it was pretty cool. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Our goal is to be different and, you know, that, you know, a lot of people are complimenting us. You're complimenting us. So it lets us know we're on the right track. Oh, definitely. You are. Tell me about the actual 
the hot dog itself i noticed you all had spiraled them <laughs> uh yes our mother found us a um hot dog cutter yeah and we tried it out one day we fell in love so and then also it it gives the hot dog a different texture yep. so if you inside but the inside doesn't really get that crispiness so use the spiraler it it makes sure the inside of the hot dog actually gets that grill charred crispiness as well yeah that, that's one of the things that i enjoyed about that one is you bite into it you know you're getting that sweet hit from the the meat sauce but then you're getting into that char charred kind of bittery taste almost and it's such a good balance and because of the spiral you get that flavor all the way through the hot dog without it being real tough because if you, if you lay a hot dog on the grill it's going to have one streak that's really really tough to chew through or if you put it on mm -hmm. the car broiler, you've got bands where you, you could actually bite into it and not get any of that, that flavor at all. But with it being spiraled, you've always got that flavors there all the way through. So it's, it's a good product. Y'all should be very proud. Oh, thank you. So tell me about a pet peeve you guys have working together or makes your day a little difficult sometimes, whether it be you guys working together or dealing with, you know, the business, the way it flows or suppliers. What's a pet peeve? So we always laugh when people ask us this question because we are we are night and day. Like the, she thinks a completely different way than I do, and it's so frustrating for the both of us because you just see my way, and she's like, "No, I see my way." So it's like we're both looking at the same color, but we see in two different colors <laughs> all the time, all the time. So I guess a pet peeve is um sorry about that. That's okay. Got it. We got a new puppy. Um, so I guess a, a pet peeve is just not seeing eye to eye. Figure it out. I say, you know what? I'm calling mom. I'm calling mom. <laughs> we need a mediator. So I'll get mom on the phone, tell her my, you know, my take on the situation, and then she'll explain. So then we let mom ultimately decide what's best to do. Well, that's good. That, that, that's good that you have the mediator. That is real good. <laughs> From the moment that you guys decided you wanted to get into doing a food truck, how long did it take you all from that first conversation to actually getting open? So we actually came up with the idea back in 2017. Okay. Um, we love to cook. Even though she cooked, she was cooking in the kitchen, like we'd always get together and cook at home. My mom cooks, I'll say three, four times a week like this morning she just you just cooked <laughs> two three days ago so we just grew up around let's just say my dad does not have any issues with a home-cooked meal <laughs> and he never has so we're a family who loves to cook and my sister and I we were playing around with a sloppy joe meat like our own homemade sloppy joe sauce and we made it it was so good and we both just looked at each other and we were like omg this would taste so good on a hot dog and I was like, oh, and then hot dog, dog, sloppy dog. And every year, oh, like if she got frustrated at her job or if I got frustrated, we're like, man, we need to hurry up and open sloppy dog. We need to open sloppy dog. So we did, we had that conversation for three years. 2019, we bought a trailer off of Craigslist. <laughs> and let's just say uh, we threw money down the drain. Like it would have taken probably $20, $30 just to get it up and running. I mean, 20, 30,000, <laughs> 20, 30,000 to get it up and running. 
So that was very frustrating for us because we're like, we just spent all this money on this trailer that we can't even do anything with. So it literally sat on my dad's truck lot for, it's still there. It's still there. It's still there. Yeah, it's been sitting on my dad's truck lot for three years because we couldn't do anything with it. So you never actually operated out of it? No, it's, we bought it and we, we got someone to come out and look at it. And when they gave us a quote, we were like, we don't, we don't have this money to, you know, right. to, at the time we didn't have the money to put the trailer together. So it just sat there and it's still sitting there. So 2020 came along and Brown is teaching. I was a teacher for seven. I had gotten to the point, especially with COVID, it was very, very frustrating year in the classroom. And I was frustrated. She was frustrated with her job. And over the summer of 2020, we said, let's do it. So I just started doing the research. I got a mentor through score.org and he helped me along the way to set everything up. And so it took us three years to actually, after we initially got the idea, it took us three years to actually execute. How long have you been open now? We've been open a year and one month. So it's kind of like when you have your first child, you keep exactly, it's 14 months old, 15 months old. You guys are are 13 months old right now. Just started walking. Just started walking, exactly. Uh, how's the winter treating you guys? And it was it was brutally cold the day I was there. Yeah, especially being here in in Texas or Houston, we're not we don't like cold weather. So people tend to, um, I think people tend to, you know, they want to stay in the house. You know, they go to work, leave work, go straight home vehicle and stand in line at a food truck or food trailer so we're seeing some you know we're seeing a decline in what we normally see in the summer or fall we've definitely seen a decline in customers so now that you guys mentioned a culinary background and uh, also an educational background do you think that um, the culinary background fits well with the food trailer obviously how did your education background How's that helped you to handle your food truck business? Oh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> How so? Um, well, um, I know different regulations and stuff, uh, things that we're supposed to do and not supposed to do. Um, just just having that experience. Right. Quality control. Um, oh, yeah, that's a big one. A whole lot. Yeah. 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 It, it helped me because she, although I did, you know, we all had to take the manager uh, certificate, the food handlers and food managers courses. Right. She knows way more than me. So I'm a, I am greatly appreciative of her because she knows things that I don't know of. Like she's like, Hey, you know, make sure that chicken goes in the refrigerator ASAP. Make sure you don't put that raw chicken next to this. Make sure you wipe off this is very critical about food safety and I I truly am grateful for her um because it's certain things that I just don't know I'm like oh I didn't know I was supposed to I I couldn't do that um you know she you know if we if we have meat sauce left over at the end of the night she's like I'm throwing it away you know like she she's very she wants to make sure our customers are safe at all times Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the most asked questions that Germany and Kayla hear every day in their business. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you need a business coach to help you reach your food truck business's full potential, check out my affordable services. The links, as always, are in the description below. If you like being around like-minded, positive people, join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. we got a whole bunch of awesome members there at all levels from brand new to decades-old veterans. 
and they've all got your back when it comes to helping you and your food truck business succeed. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business.